Sit back and enjoy this best of Cooking in the Dark. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can't do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. I'm Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. Folks, welcome back. I hope everybody had a great summer. I know Cheryl and I, we enjoyed our time off. We had a great summer, too. We were lounging, reclining. You might have seen us around. We were always the ones with the martini in our hands. This is true. This is true. The dirtier, the better. That's the way I like them. Ho, ho, ho. But summer's over. Mm, it's getting almost time to start thinking about school supplies. Want to let you know right now, too, depending on when you're with. Wait, what? What? How many? Oh, okay. That was old Mickey Mouse over there yelling at me. 151 shopping days until Christmas. Don't oh. forget. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's good to be back in the studio, Cheryl. It is. It is. I've had back, people sort it. of walk up to me and say, are you still doing the show? <laughs> yeah. Well, we got a few of those emails. What's going on? How come there's so many reruns? Well, man, it's summertime, y'all. I know you love us, but man, we got to get away a little bit. <laughs> You know, y'all got me shackled down here in the, you know, I got to let my scars and my heel, I got a heel, man, from where the shackles rub me bare in here. <laughs> Tied to the kitchen on the whipping post. Nah. Well, we need a little time to uh, experiment and try new recipes. And, and boy, did I do that. Yeah. And we're going to have some of those coming up on the show later on. Anybody ever had a fried egg on a hamburger? Oh, Call me when you do it. I'll be right there, man. It was good. <laughs> I ate two of them. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Fat and sassy. That's Dale. I gained probably 25 pounds when I went to my dad's. <laughs> All we did was eat <laughs> waffles, eggs with bacon, and ay, 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 man. So what are we going to make on today's show? We may as well stay on course. We're going to do a decadent chocolate cake. Now, this was sent to us by uh, a listener here in Houston. She's a sweetheart, and I hope that we get to meet her. I hope so. Oh, St. Croix, Cheryl. It rained and rained and rained and rained and rained. Uh-huh. But I, did hung out, I hung out with a bunch of chefs, mm-hmm. and we were all drinking. We invented a shot, the curly-headed Dale. Oh, 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 very good. But I never got to get into their kitchens, Uh-oh. you know, which is probably a good thing. I stayed in the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> And eight and eight and eight. In fact, next week on the show, we're going to be doing Steak Delmonico. Today, we're going to do this decadent chocolate cake and chocolate icing. It's easy, and man, is it delicious. It's melting your mouth good. I guarantee. Decadent chocolate cake, Cheryl. I'm ready. You read the recipe. What do you think? I'm ready. This is something I think uh, we're going to have to include into our sort of, uh, you know, list yeah. of recipes that we make. Yes, yes. It's seven, easy. Seven ingredients, y'all. Yeah. I know, and you're saying, well, come on, get to it. You know me better than that. <laughs> you know, Cheryl, there was this dude 
he was in a cave, maybe you read about him, and uh, he came out and found the dang genie lamp in there. He rubbed it, genie popped out. Oh, thank you, Master, for letting me out. I'll give you three wishes, but your ex-wife gets double what you get. The guy's like, hmm, well, okay, I want $5 million. Boom, he had $5 million. Bam, his ex-wife got $10 million. Then he thinks about it. I want a mansion on the water. Ba-bam! He got a mansion on the water. Ba-boom, ba-boom! His wife got two mansions on the water, his ex-wife. Then he looks at the genie with a big smile, and he says, scare me half to death. (laughs) 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 I love it. I love it. Hey, this is Dale Campbell cooking in the dark. We are back, so be prepared. Hide the kids and lock up the dogs and pets, because... Cooking in the Dark is back right after these messages. Decadent chocolate cake. Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. I'm just getting my cake pan out here. Hey, what, sort of, what sort of cake pan do you have? Is it one of those spring form things? or? No, this no. is a 9 by 13. It even has a lid. Ooh. Plastic lid. You don't want to bake it with the lid, but you can sure no, put it on no. there. It's, no, of course, done. Yeah. Teflon, whatever, nonstick coated. And it's even got little feet on the bottom of it. Wow. Like, that... uh, I don't know. They're maybe, oh, two inches long, maybe half inch wide, and stick up about half an inch. Mm-hmm. So when you pull it out of the oven, you can set the feet right down on top of the countertop and it won't you know burn your counter you don't need anything under it wow nice nice but what i want to do real quick is uh, we're going to use one of lois ideas here i'm taking a, a cup of flour so we need to flour this pan so i've taken one tablespoon of flour and i'm combining that with one tablespoon of crisco and what we're going to do is just kind of squish this all together get your hands in it y'all mix it all up and this is the easiest way to flour a pan yeah and not have the flour all over you or the Not floor, right? Or your counter, or any of those. Like if you're like, so if you're if you're sighted, newly blind, and you're learning how to do this, I mean, flouring a cake pan, though you can't do it the way we used. To. Well, you can. Yeah. And I mean, practice. You can do it. No worries. Just takes a little practice. Do it over the sink. <laughs> <laughs> but what you would do is you would grease the pan first, and you'd put about a tablespoon or two tablespoons of flour into the pan and you would then just shake into it you know turn the pan different directions so the flour just basically coated all over the cake pan and being able to see that happen is pretty easy what I'm doing now instead of that I'm just taking this mixture that I just made this Crisco and flour mixture and I'm just rubbing it all over the pan And you can tell when you do this where you've rubbed it at because it is going to be just like, it's going to feel like you've floured the pan. Lois Powers sent us this little tip, and I use it all the time. If you want to mix up a little, a lot of this, you know, it's Mm one-to-one, one part flour to one part Crisco. You can mix it up, and it'll keep in your fridge in a sealed Ziploc or however you want to do it for about three weeks. After three weeks, however, you do want to send it to CSI or someplace and (laughs) put some tests on it (laughs) because... What's that green stuff in your fridge? Yeah, yeah so I yeah, feel like somebody like me. Do you have any me. cheese? Well, go look. I don't know. All I see is green stuff. That is the cheese. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> if, if you're like somebody stuff. like me who has sometimes big aspirations to cook things and then I never get around to it, I'd say make this as you go. <laughs> right. Yeah, and this this is going to be just about enough to do one 9 by 13 cake pan, y'all. I've got it all up in the sides. I make sure I get it in the corners. 
and the cracks real well. All right. Now for the good part, let me get it off my hands. You want to use some hot water if you can, and that'll help cut the grease, y'all. And go as hot as you can stand it. All right. Dry these hands off. Now, let's talk about a decadent cake. We're going to set our cake pan off to the side. We won't need him for a minute. Okay. Oh, these are nuts. I can make some in. Okay, y'all. Here is what we're going to do. Let's see. We're going to use some of this stuff here. Chocolate fudge. Let's see what the continuation is. Percent iron. Oh, nutritional information. And then here's another item. Item not found. Oh, item not found. I know what this is, though. Check how easy it is when you have something that's not found. Chocolate cake. Chocolate cake. And actually, I made a mistake because this isn't chocolate cake. This is this is a chocolate devil's food cake. So. If I want to take that out, you scan it, press, press the, the erase. erase to delete the following message. Chocolate cake. I want to delete that, so I press, press the delete button again. It erases it. Scan it again. I'm not found. To record, press and hold the record button. Devil's food cake mix. There it is. Bam, ready to go, y'all. That was a store brand. It was a little bit cheaper. We're on a budget. And we have some of these here things. Some chocolate chips and uh, some sour cream. All kinds of cool stuff here. No more peaches in your meatloaf. No more. <laughs> oh, well, no more. I'm so flexible. I don't mind that this isn't my favorite soup, which I really had a hankering for. <laughs> right? Yeah. And tomato soup? Crap. Uh, all right. Hey, Cheryl, why don't you read us that recipe real fast? Oh, this I we'll can get do. We'll get going. Okay, so here we go. One box devil food cake mix, one eight-ounce sour cream, one small box chocolate instant pudding, four eggs, half a cup of water, one cup chopped nuts. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Is Henrietta back? I didn't see her before the show. I think she's there. Okay. Yeah. Well, she'll, she'll show up. Don't worry about it. All right. One cup milk chocolate chip morsels. And the cool thing is you put the first five ingredients all together. So I'm getting the pudding out now. And listen, I did this once a long time ago. Don't do it. Don't put vanilla pudding in a meatloaf. It's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> we went up to, um, recently we went up to the Department of Rehab Services and met a Awesome, awesome, awesome lady named Lillian. Lily is a, uh, she's a, a, a counselor. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you what, y'all. If you have her as a counselor in Houston, you are so lucky. If you don't, I'd be calling and requesting her. <laughs> she will go way out of her way to just to help people and just, man, she's just awesome. Right. She drove all the way down here to pick me up, about a 45-minute ride, mm-hmm. because my ride fell through. So we could do this cooking class with her and some of her students. On the way down, I'm looking for my half-cup measuring cup here. She um, had a blowout. Jeez. Got that fixed and came on trucking, man. We had a great time. We're going to try to, uh, in fact, put that together as a show for everybody. Just kind of as it would be a great little cooking class for you to do. Uh-huh. So we'll check that out and see what happens. But that was a blast up there. We made, woo, 
Talking about eating, getting fat and sassy. I did it. <laughs> okay, I put in the half cup water. Uh, I've added the um, cake mix mm -hmm. and the pudding mix. Mm -hmm. And now I'm getting into the sour cream here. See, I've got a spoon down here. Get that and, so I can scrape out our sour cream. Right. And they do sell like eight ounces jars uh, or yes. containers of sour Just cream. Just a little eight ounce. It feels like a little thing of butter. Right. Just a little plastic container. This will be excellent to save if you want to for leftovers. And eight ounces is one cup. Just throw that in there. I did do that in the cooking class. I asked them some technical questions, you know. You did. Yeah, how much is six tablespoons? Oh, they didn't know. No, they knew. It was fun. Okay, Henrietta, I need four eggs, please. I told you she was here. Yeah. You did what? You did? Well, don't go to Mexico, you crazy chicken. <laughs> she almost didn't get across the border. <laughs> she almost got caught. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get out of the country or get back in? <laughs> Trying to get out. <laughs> they were after her, man. She almost became Colonel Jorge's chicken. <laughs> <laughs> A fried Henrietta. We don't need that, girl. No, no. All right. All four eggs. Man, Henrietta, these eggs are nice. Thank you. Okay. Let me put this here under our uh, mixer. We're going to use the old stand mixer for this one. Haven't done that in a while. What's that? Oh, thank you. Somebody sitting up there in the danger seat. 4A. 4A saying it wasn't plugged in. Spin it around. Okay. Let's lock our head down. We're going to start off on low. We just want to let this mix around and beat up here for a second. And I'm going to... Uh, I want to let it kind of mix on a slower speed because there is a lot of dry ingredients and I don't want those flying all over the studio. I know who will have to clean that up and whew, Cheryl will not like it. Did you say something? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that was another thing that was cool about that cooking class. The students did the dishes. Oh, wow. And you said you, they, like, made uh, a meal for everybody who was there. Yeah, we made um, we made the oven-fried honey chicken. Uh-huh. We made that awesome broccoli slaw. I love that. We made Henry Casson's key lime pie. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you all what, folks. The key lime pie, they wouldn't share. Not one. All six of them made their own. All five of them made their own pies. <laughs> and at the end of the day, not one of them would let us cut a piece and taste it. You're kidding. They were all taken home. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's kind of crazy. But I made a lemon pie, same recipe, and I shared it, so it was good. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, I just kind of tested our cake here. I stopped for a second, and um, what I did was kind of scrape down the sides real fast. So we are pretty good to go there. Let me raise this up. Get some of the batter off of the beater here. Back down into the old cake mix. Okay. Mmm. It's hard not to lick the spoon, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. In the, in the directions, it said you want to mix the batter for about two minutes. And okay. Then, and then put in the nuts and the chocolate chip stuff. And we want to fold in a, a, about a cup of nuts. Right. And pearl, pearl said she makes this recipe all the time to take places. And I'm imagining that you could probably substitute 
know, if you wanted to use, uh, say, a lemon cake and lemon pudding or vanilla and vanilla. Oh, that would be lovely. Strawberry and strawberry. Yeah. Any of that, just play with it. Now, we're put adding a cup of crushed, or not crushed, but chopped pecans right there. Then we're going to add a cup of uh, milk chocolate chocolate chips. Ooh. And night, oh, folks, man, when you go to the grocery store, holy cow. Did you know there's about 7,000 different kinds of chocolate of chips now? <laughs> oh, I know. Isn't it just amazing? Like, oh, so many choices. <laughs> I mean, and just of the chocolate, you know, you've yeah. got double chocolate and you've got triple chocolate and you've got chocolate and vanilla and then you've got peanut butter and you've got semi-sweet and no sweet and double sweet and milk chocolate and ay, 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 dark chocolate. <laughs> <sighs> It'd be like a, you know, our friend immigrant, it, she must love it. She's the one that started that Choco Lovers, you know, list uh, way back when. Right. Chocolate Lovers. Mm-hmm. In fact, the um, we've got the recipe here. We're going to make our own chocolate icing when we get done. And that recipe came from Immigrant. What do we need to preheat the oven to? I'm guessing 350? Yes. Okay. Get these chocolate chips. I'm just pouring these into my one cup measuring cup. Dump these in. And I'm not going to use the mixer for this one, y'all. I'm just going to um, fold these in. Find my spoon. I got a big wooden spoon. So when I'm folding, I'm just going down to the bottom. I'm lifting up. So let's say I'm going down at 12 o'clock to the very bottom, and I come up right in the middle, lift up, and I just flop over. And I turn the bowl just a little bit, and I do the same procedure. What you kind of do then, you end up kind of forcing the top down to the bottom and the bottom to the top. Now I'm just simply just kind of mixing around, not really stirring mixing, just kind of pressing down and lifting up, pressing down. And what I'm doing is I'm concentrating on feeling the texture so that I get a good mix of, when I'm sticking the spoon down into our cake mixture here, I want to make sure that I'm feeling it hitting, you know, some bumps, be it chocolate chips or be it nuts, all the way throughout the entire mixture. That's good. Okay, we'll get the oven preheated, and we'll throw that cake mix in there. Hey, I still remember how to work it. Is that the oven? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Okay, let's get our cake pan here, and we're just going to dump. This is kind of thick, y'all. It's not going to run out like water, so I'm sure. Oh, what I'm doing now is just kind of scraping it out. Mm-hmm. Kind of started at the, the right side of the pan. I'm left-handed, so I'm holding it my left, and I'm just kind of scraping out and slowly moving the bowl back to my left. So I'm trying to get most of the cake mixture scraped out in the middle of the cake pan. And then we'll go back and kind of flatten it out a little bit. Let's make sure we get it all out of here. You know, one thing when we were doing that class, I was trying to teach them, the folks up there, that, man, don't be afraid to get your hands in it. Yeah. We made them make their own pie crust from scratch, you know, a graham cracker crust. Mm-hmm. So that was really good. And they had to get their hands in it. And we did the broccoli slaw. Of course, you have to get your you hands in mix, that. Yeah, it's easier to mix that up with your hands. That way you know it's everywhere. Right. Then I told him, I said, man, no matter when you go out to a restaurant, chances are, unless it's like, you know, a little Mexican chain food, you know, a little chain or something, your chef had his hands in your food. Because even when we were down there in St. Croix, I was rapping, you know, talking to those different chefs from some of the really nice restaurants. Mm-hmm. This other guy had, he cooked at, uh, I can't remember the name of the joint he was at. He was at kind of Up Island. We've never 
we didn't get in there. Yeah, they were like, oh, yeah, man, we all, you got to. Because you can get your, your hands in it, you can tell a lot. Right. By the consistency and the feel. Just wash some of this cake. I was in there kind of digging out some of the chocolata. <laughs> okay, we're in the cake pan here. I'm just bouncing the cake pan on the countertop. That'll help spread it out and flatten it out. We're kind of still high in the middle. Let me kind of scoosh that around, get it into the corners. You can kind of feel, you know, as you do a cake, the batter, where it's at. You know, if it's high or low, this is pretty level. Now, Pearl promised me this is the best cake she's ever had. So, we'll see. I can tell you right now, just the batter is pretty good. Yeah. Hey, if you're sitting out there in seat 5B, we're going to take a break, but please come up here during the break. You get to lick the bowl. Oh. <laughs> All right, yeah. Come on. Get up here, girl. Okay. All right, y'all. It's cooking in the dark. Before we go on break, hang on. Just hold on. i got to put the cake in the oven. How long do we need to bake this, Cheryl? We need 33 minutes. 33 minutes. And 12 seconds. Pork inserted, inserted comes out clean. <laughs> There you go. Maybe. <laughs> All right. Cake's in the oven. 350 degrees. We're going to set the timer for 33 minutes, and we are going to take a break. Come on up here, Sandra. You can get your cake now. Let me find the timer here. Oh, one second. Whoop, four hours. Whoops. Let me clear that. That thing will be charcoal. There we go. 33 minutes. We're good to go. All right, y'all, this is Cooking in the Dark. We're going to be right back on the other side. We're going to show you how to make an icing, and then we're going to ice a cake. Cooking in the Dark. Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to more Cooking in the Dark, all about cakes, icing, and everything else. What are oh, we doing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Pearl's decadent chocolate cake. The timing was right, y'all. If y'all went to the bathroom, whatever you did on the break, <laughs> check it out. Oh, the cake's almost done. Can you taste it? I can taste it. We need to... Somebody needs to go get the cow out of the backyard so we can have some milk, I have a feeling, with this one. <laughs> oh, cake looks nice. I'm going to go ahead and stick a toothpick in it, y'all, and see what we got. And yes, I'm totally blind, and you're thinking, well, how can he, you know? Let me show you. Because if the toothpick comes out clean, it will be clean. There will be nothing stuck to it. I'm going right in the middle of the cake, all the way down, coming all the way out. Then I just ran my hand, my fingers, along the toothpick, and it's clean. There's not any, any goo or anything on it, so we're good. Turn the oven off to conserve electricity, seeing how we're on a new budget. Cheryl and I had our salaries cut. Of you course, mean, half of nothing is still half of nothing. I was going to say... <laughs> Oh, what, what? <laughs> they couldn't cut them much more than that, huh, Cheryl? No, I don't think so. <laughs> this uh, this chocolate icing recipe I use all the time. And, man, this I bet we got this probably back in 
05, 06 from a great lady, immigrant. Immigrants from Russia, actually, but she's a chocoholic, man. I think I can say that without being facetiously mean. She loves chocolate. She even started a chocolate lover's list. So let me get our chocolate out here. Go ahead and read that recipe, Cheryl. We're going to show you all how you can make your own chocolate icing. All right. So here we go. Three cups sifted powdered sugar divided. And that just means we're going to use some first and then a little more at the end. Two thirds cup of baking cocoa. Half a cup of butter or margarine softened. Don't use margarine. And then five to six tablespoons of milk divided. One teaspoon vanilla extract. And that's all you need for your ingredients. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get out our um, six-quart, how many, how much icing? I mean, sugar, three cups? Three cups. Okay. I'm thinking twice. I'm going to go get our eight-quart, I mean, our eight-cup bowl. Uh, yep, yep. Put the six-cup up. Sorry. You can be on the next show, I promise. <laughs> Glad that's an inanimate object. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to take our stick of butter here. Just came right fresh out of the refrigerator. And when I said don't use margarine, y'all, I mean, if y'all listen to the show a lot, you know what I preach. Margarine is one molecule away from being plastic. Also, Cheryl, you might remember this. Remember the melting point of margarine? I do not. It's 117 degrees. So I ask you, when does your body ever get to 117 degrees? Oh, that's a scary thought. When you're flying too close to the sun, man. So if it's in there in your colon and your intestines or whatever, it's just going to stick. So anyway, not trying to scare you. Just steer away from margarine. Try um, regular butter. Try yogurt butter. Yogurt butter is awesome, too. Now, I only want this softened. I don't want it melted like we did for, the, for some other stuff. Let me go 21 seconds. In the microwave. Don't ask me why. That's just the way I do it. We'll get that melted. Now we want to start off with, um, when we get our bowl out, we want to add about a, just a portion, like a cup of the, um, of the sugar. And how many, how many tablespoons of, uh, Cocoa was it? I'm sorry. Two thirds cup of baking cocoa. Okay, be nice and chocolatey. Right. So you're going to start off with beating a cup of the sugar. Uh, it sounds like all of the cocoa. Pretty much all the other ingredients except for the milk. Yeah, and a little, like two tablespoons of milk. Okay, so there's a cup of. I put in a cup of sugar, confectioner sugar or powdered sugar. Same it's the same thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to use a, um, a one-third cup measuring cup. Now, if you've got those Braille measuring cups. They are so beautiful. Absolutely man. perfect. Wonderful. They are out of sight. The Braille is on the handle. You, you've got a two-third one, but, man, you get so many. You get from an eighth of a cup all the way up to two cups to two, in those yeah, measuring cups. Yeah, it's really nice. Ooh, we're almost out of chocolata. Okay, there's our two-thirds cup of chocolate. Right. Put the lid back on that so we don't spill it everywhere. Okay, so we've got our half a cup of butter, which is a stick of butter. Right, you want to put that in? We've got a cup in? of confectioner sugar right now. We've also got 
the two-thirds cup of the cocoa. I've got a quarter cup measuring cup, so I'm going to pour some milk into that and just set that right here by me. So I'll be, well, you know what, I'm just going to toss it in. Two I mean, a, a quarter cup is basically four tablespoons of milk because there's 16 tablespoons in a cup. Anyway, do the math. <laughs> all right. No, you're right. All right. And then you want to put in your teaspoon of vanilla. 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 Oh. Where's the banana? You know what we're going to do on the show one day, Cheryl? We are going to make our own Kahlua. Ooh, that'll be fun. Homemade Kahlua. It's so easy. And for that, it's so cool because we get to go to the liquor store. <laughs> okay, I'm getting my um, six-in-one jar opener out here so that I can get the lid off the vanilla. You know, it's always in the last place you look. You know why that is? Why is that? Because you don't look anymore after you find it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. That was a bad one. It's all right. There it is. Let me put the old squeeze on this here, vanilla. There we go. These little vanilla bottles, man, they're always so hard, you know. Go figure. Okay, little vanilla. Vanilla in the morning, vanilla in the evening, vanilla all day long. Well, what's ha! really what's really nice about making your own icing is as you're doing all this, your cake is cooling. Yes. And being getting itself ready for the topping, which is really excellent. Oh, the topping. The topping. I thought what you were going to say was what was really nice about this was Dale singing again. Oh, I'm sorry. But, that that was the second thing I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I know how you go. It was absolutely next on my list. <laughs> okay, we're just going to stir this up. Right. Let me... um. Soften this butter just a little bit more. I should have checked that before, but I didn't, you know. Ah, uh, well, blind error. <laughs> Go figure, huh? Go figure, yes. Yeah, yeah. Hey, now, on next week's show, we're going to make a wonderful dish that, mmm, oh, that's so good. Comes right from St. Croix. Wow. And nice, can I just give another hint? Can I say a main course type of dish? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to go like, moo. No, that's too much of a hint. A summer okay. type of a dish. Well, it's St. Croix, so it's summer. Yeah, it's always summer. Yeah. Yeah, so this is nice. You just you keep stirring and stirring until it's all nice and creamy. And then you start adding in the rest, the remaining ingredients. That's why they were saying that you want three cups of powdered sugar divided, right? Yeah, and the powdered sugar you want to add kind of at, you know, a little at a time because okay. if it gets too thick with the powdered sugar, then you can always come back and add a little more milk. Oops. You know what? I forgot to say something. Okay. 
the powdered sugar was supposed to be sifted. Okay. So you can sift the last two cups. Okay. <laughs> and, and that just makes it sort of like a little lighter and fluffier than it already is. A little is. easier. Yeah, you won't end up with some clumps. Yeah. Because the powdered sugar does kind of tend to clump up a little bit. Mm -hmm. But um, by sifting it, fact, let me reach over here and get the sifter. Pretty cool, man. I still kind of know where everything's at. Kind of like riding a bicycle. Oh, that's something I truly miss being able to do. It's, we have a bike. We just don't have a, a captain, I suppose they're called. There you go. And uh, it's been hard to, like, find, and I don't really know how to find one. That's been my issue. Somebody to steer for you? Yeah. A moor? A moor, Yeah. Because so, we have this beautiful, like, 19-something bike that is just nice. You know, the nice handles and the sporty look and all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, ugh, we just need a captain. <laughs> so. I just had somebody to drive it. Yeah, it'd be good. It'd be good. I knew a lady down here that actually um, was on the, the Paralympics um, tandem biking. Oh wow! Yeah, she was a competitor. Yeah, I don't, I don't, not, I'm not aiming for that. I just want to ride the bike. <laughs> right, I just want to go for a ride. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't yeah, I miss biking. You know, I miss playing ball and playing golf. Yeah. Well, no, I never played golf. because. The most I remember about golfing is getting to go to like a club and running around because my my uh, mom's friend was out, out golfing and they're like, well, what do you do? Where do you go? <laughs> right. Yeah. And you know what I really missed about golf is it's not so much. I mean, the game, of course, but I just miss being out in nature, you know, ah, but, but um, I have picked up. And in fact, we met a guy last night that played tons of it. Frisbee golf. Oh. So I think I'm going to get rehooked back up with that. Because, I mean, there are blind golfers. And there is like oh, a yes. blind golfer association. The United States Blind Golf Association. And um, my deal with that, I just cannot find anybody down here that I can get out to help me play golf, to be my caddy. Oh, okay. I tried. Guy said hit it 30 feet. I hit it. and went about 20 feet past the hole. I stepped off the feet, you know, the yardage as we walked over to it. And I hit it exactly as far as he told me to hit it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, brother. I'm going to have to find somebody else. <laughs> okay, there's one. I'm going to add this other cup. I'm going to get this other cup ready to go of our sugar. And then our cake should be cool. I just thought this was a good little recipe to start off with. Pearl's such a great person. She was so excited. I mean, she emailed this to me specially. Oh, the cake mix. So we, yeah, the cake recipe. Right. I think I'm with you, Cheryl. I can't wait to get into that. I think it's going to be yummy. I, I'm dreaming about, uh, try, like I like the lemon-lemon idea. I yeah, that would be really good. I want to try that. Well, and I've got another recipe we'll be doing down the road for a lemon cake. Oh. It's super simple. Yum. But you do it either in a tube pan or in a uh, bunt cake pan. Mm -hmm. I want to send a shout-out to my buddy Mario. 
I missed you, man. I missed you up there at the school. Mario was kind of the one that was kind of the end. got this all set up. He got talked to his counselor, Lily, and kind of got it all worked out. Wow. I want to tell you how cool Lily is. I mean, even on her day off, she went out and helped Mario with some mobility training. Wow. You know, you don't find many VI teachers that are willing to go that extra mile for their students. So, but Mario set it up and he couldn't participate? Yeah, Mario didn't make it. For, I don't know why. Uh, but he, yeah, yeah. he wasn't able to get up there to the school for the thing. Mm-hmm. Heck, I almost didn't make it, but we got it worked out. Yeah. And hopefully if we can get that done, folks, that may be, uh, we may air that as a Cooking in the Dark show in a couple weeks. We've got it all recorded. We just have to see what we can do with the content. It was about three hours worth of stuff, and I know y'all don't want to sit there for three hours and listen to me, my beautiful voice. Uh, is this where we're supposed to jump in and say, why, yes, Dale, well, we would yes, love to listen for that. to you the whole audience was like, oh, for shit, three oh, hours. Oh. Yes, they're like, oh, thank God Cheryl said it. <laughs> yes. No thanks, sucker. <laughs> I would rather, I've got to go have my toenails pulled out. <laughs> Kind of the same thing, y'all. Kind of the same thing. <laughs> now, do you remember this song, Cheryl? What? Are you going to sing? On the wings of a snow-white dove. Yeah, yeah. He sends his pure, oh. sweet love. I got it. I got it. Yes. Who? Yes. Why did you bring the song up? Oh, because it was playing the other day, and a friend of mine and I, we started singing it. Uh-huh. And her boyfriend and my wife looked at us like we were freaking crazy. <laughs> Like, what are you all doing? <laughs> Man, it's a great song. Okay, now this is really going to be good because the the um, icing is nice and creamy, mm-hmm. just the way we need it. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of sticking my fingers in it and just checking for lumps. I don't feel any. It's not real thick, y'all. It's not as thick as, I would say, the icing that you get in a can. Mm-hmm. And you can surely do that if you want. You can use just regular, you know, old canned icing. And just remember when you get done icing the, icing the cake, sit down and go ahead and finish it off. <laughs> 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 One splot on the cake and... One splot for you. <laughs> yeah. One for the cake, two for me. One for the cake, three for me. <laughs> Damn, we're out of icing. Pick up some more icing. <laughs> okay. Here's the way I'm going to ice this. The cake is still in the pan. I'm not going to take it out of the pan. We're just going to leave it in the pan because we have a cover for the pan so we can cover the pan and keep the cake fresh and moist and it won't be all dried out. I've got just a a, a teaspoon, just a regular kitchen teaspoon here. And I'm just going to plop some of this icing right out on top of the cake. Then I use the back of the spoon just to kind of spread it. And I'm spreading it left to right. I've got the cake sitting 13 inches across and 9 inches up. So that's how, you know, it's setting in front of me. And by plopping this icing out on it and using the back of the spoon to spread, you can feel where it's spread at and where it isn't, kind of with the back of the spoon. Now, George up there at at Dars was kind of asking, I think it was George, on how to do this. I told him a lot of times I just use my fingers. Once I get it, start getting it. Because you can try to do it with a knife, and you can do it with a knife. It just takes a little practice, a little patience. You might have to bake several cakes. And that's uh, good. There's a drawback. <laughs> yeah, there's a the problem. Because come Christmas time, man, we're going to make that big old four-tier Christmas oh, cake we always make. Yeah, you know? yeah. 
That thing's great. Hey, speaking of cake, Cheryl, did you do the little microwave cake things with your kids? I did not. We ran out of time, but it's on our things to do this year. You know, my brother and his family, they ran out of coffee cups. (laughs) (laughs) They were all these dirty, man. The kids were going crazy with that. So I think for Christmas, I'm going to give them each a box, you know, with the cake mixes. Oh, nice. So they can have their own. Yeah. All right. Now what I'm doing, I've got a little extra left, so I'm just kind of running the back of the spoon around the edge. To, I want to make sure. And it's really weird because you can feel where there isn't any icing. It feels kind of rough. Where there is icing, it's nice and smooth. So now I'm just kind of slapping, just going all the way back and forth across the cake, top to bottom, top to bottom. And as I go back and forth, and I'm using the bottom of the spoon. I guess I did not say that before. As I, I pour the icing out, you know, I, use, I scoop the icing out with the pouring part. The spoon in part of the spoon, but I use the back of the spoon for the spreading. So you get that nice little rounded surface. You don't have a lot of area on the cake, but it still will smooth the icing out. Now I'm going left to right across the cake. And as I make a pass from one side to the other, I kind of move the spoon down just a little bit. Now I'm just kind of making a pattern across the cake to make it look kind of swirly. For all them people that are handicapped and have to have light to see with, dadgummit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. There you have it, y'all. Decadent chocolate cake with homemade icing. Ooh. Now, if somebody will run outside and get us some milk, we'll dig into this thing. We're going to take a quick one. We'll be right back. Cooking in the dark. Do not go anywhere. Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to our Cooking in the Dark Decadent, Decadent Chocolate Cake. Uh, decadent Chocolate Cake. Decadent. And ooh, even more decadent, icing. Icing, mm. homemade icing. Woohoo! All right. Cheryl? Yes. You know, we really got to go because we're running out of time. We are? And, no. And I'm, it's our first show back. You know, I don't want to run over. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, real story being, I got me a big old ice cold glass of milk and I'm yeah. waiting to that cake, baby, because yeah, yeah. it's going to be muy delicioso. It'll be muy decadenta. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Muy being milky, baby. Bring me some milk. Anyway, we're going to have Cheryl read you the recipes real quick that we did on today's show. It is great to be back, back in the saddle again. So um, here we go. All right. So here we go. For the decadent chocolate cake, you need one box of devil food cake, eight ounces of sour cream, one small box of chocolate instant pudding, four eggs, half a cup of water, one cup of chopped nuts, and one cup of chocolate chip morsels. And daily chocolate chip morsels. Mm. You can talk about the directions quickly. Sure. Just take all of your first five ingredients, the cake mix, the pudding, the four eggs, the milk, and the sour cream, and mix all those up together. Then you want to fold in your nuts and fold in your chocolate chip morsels. Put those in a 9 by 13 cake pan. Bake for 33 minutes at 355 degrees. 350 degrees. 355 just sounds cool, doesn't it? Three. I can't bake at 355. <laughs> You know, it's a Hagar song. I can't drive it. Anyway, I digress. Okay. Now you want to pull that out of the oven and let it cool while it's cooling. Go ahead and mix up your icing, which consists of... Three cups sifted powdered sugar, divided. Two-thirds cup of baking cocoa. Half a cup of butter or margarine softened. 
five to six tablespoons of milk divided and one teaspoon vanilla. So the first thing you're going to do is start off with a cup of the sifted powdered sugar, your cocoa, your um, vanilla, your butter, and two to three tablespoons of the milk. Mix all that up till it's creamy, and then you slowly start adding in the remaining ingredients, which will be more sifted powdered sugar. And if you need it, if it's a little too thick for your liking, add a little bit of more milk, a tablespoon at a time. If it's too thin, add a little more sifted sugar at about, oh, maybe maybe about a, a quarter cup or so at a time until you get it to the thickness that you want. Then just spread it on your cake, get yourself a glass of milk, and eat. And this is a good idea to have dessert first before dinner. All right, y'all. I'm Dale Campbell. She is Cheryl Cummings. We are Cooking in the Dark. We will be back next week with a delicious recipe from the islands. I won't tell you what it is, but I want you to come and listen and enjoy it because we will be cooking on the grill. That's enough tips. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Oh, yeah.